Hi everybody, it's Ken McLaughlin here, uh, Realty Life Podcast. Today is an exceptional day, and most every day is exceptional as we do know, but today I get to talk to a friend of mine, someone that I've known since he was, uh, I'm going to say, no, I'm probably not in diapers, but a long time. Uh, very proud of him, very proud to be associated with him, very proud that he is in the position he is in right now today. Uh, he is the president of Remax Canada. His name is Christopher Alexander. Christopher, welcome to my podcast. Thanks, Ken. Thanks for the <laughs> lovely introduction, too. Yeah, it's so great to have you here. I've watched you uh, for a long time now, and I've been uh, working with you um, directly for probably three years, I guess, four Maybe years. Maybe more even. I think it's been about five. About five years directly, and... Uh, I couldn't be happier about that. You are a breath of fresh air, and I'm not just blowing smoke up you know where, but you are a breath of fresh air. It's been fun. We've been, I know I've challenged you more than you probably like at times, but you know what? Uh, we respect and love each other, and we have a history. So speaking of that history, you have a, an interesting history that you have uh, four generations of Remax family stuff, and that must have been glorious, but God damn, it must have been hard going through that, <laughs> living that life and and having a family business. And who, who did you, I mean, you your your grandfather, Frank Posler, uh, who I first met when I first got in this business, was the, I guess, the president of REMAX Canada or whatever, or REMAX Ontario Linux Canada. But how did you learn, what did you, what was it like growing up? Um, well, I mean... I had I've had a great life and been very fortunate to be surrounded by very successful people. Um, you know, from my grandfather, obviously, to his partner Walter, my mom, my dad, my sister, my uncle. Um, you know, I, I would say it it was not much different than than others. I mean, we had certain uh, perks in life, obviously. Um, you know, with that that uh, come with being successful, which I'm appreciative of, but um, being around those people has inspired me to be who I am today, not just at a professional level, but as a person and, um, you know, I just feel fortunate to have such figureheads um, close to me through through my development years. Yeah. When was the decision that came that you were actually going to get into this leadership position because for background you were an agent working in Parkdale I think at the very beginning when you first came into this came into this did you do mortgaging as well or no I know that Leah did that yeah Leah. And... but you were an agent uh for two three years or whatever I don't know how long but when did you so um yeah I mean I started getting my real estate license in university um and, you know, I fit after I graduated, it took me about six months to complete the courses after that. So I started selling pretty much right out of school. Uh, and then about four and a half years in, uh, there were our longtime franchise salesperson moved to Europe to sell franchises for Remax Europe. And uh, Remax Ontario had hired two people and they weren't working out. And... Walter and my mom asked if I'd be interested to... Your mom is Pamela Alexander. Yeah, she was the former CEO of Remax Integra. Yeah. They asked if I would be interested in the role. And 
you know, I went back and forth. I actually didn't think I would have an opportunity to be at the region. That's uh, a big decision, Chris, at that time, because all of a sudden you're, you have your independence of being a realtor and all you're jumping right into the family business, which is an honor and uh, big shoes to fill. And all of a sudden these, this spotlight is on you different. How did you process it? What, is, what happened? Well, what I'd say is when I was selling real estate, I thought I really loved it. But when I came to the region and was involved in franchising, I found what I was truly passionate about. And that is really growing this brand um, and, you know, the strategy behind franchising and, and talking to very successful people and broker owners like yourself, Ken, and working with accomplished, successful business owners was always very exciting. And then, you know, I always believed, uh, which I know you do too, that this is the best brand you can be a part of especially if you're a professional and serious about real estate as a business. And like I got very passionate and excited about showing people that. So if you were with another brand or you're independent, like it just kind of gushed out of me that I wanted to show you why you needed to be with Remax. Um, That's your grandfather, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, mean, all of them, but, but your granddad, Frank was that guy. He was like over the top. I love him. He's a, He's right old school, sell, 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 and deliver value and that. And he, that way, you know, that probably, you know, oscillated to you a lot, that type of thing, just being around him. Totally. And Walter, too. I mean, let's be clear. Yeah. Yeah. Both of them. I mean, they're two sales gods, legends, whatever you want to call them. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But, you know, they're, they're legendary, especially in the real estate space. But, you know, my Frank, especially my grandfather, uh, you know, he could sell snow to an Eskimo and he taught me yeah. very early that in sales, the sales begin, the sale begins when the customer says no. Yeah. And, um, you know, there are a lot of people in our system today that will tell you that when I was in franchise sales, I just never gave up. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, they would say, you know, I'm really happy where I am. I appreciate the opportunity, but I'm just not interested. And it's like, okay, well, I'll call this guy back in 10 days and yeah, whatever. just kept yeah. at it. To selling. Yeah. Doing the whole thing and, and making it happen. And Walter had a different influence on you, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, you know, it was great. Like the, the dynamic of that partnership is really special. Uh, it still exists today because they still own your yeah, next yeah. Europe. But, yeah. um, you know, talk about two people that if they were on a sinking ship, they'd save each other before their families. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of weird. No, but, but it's if true. Any, I, I get what you're saying though. Yeah. Anybody listening. I mean, that's, you know, if you're in a partnership, they always said that we always had the same goals. We always have each other's back. And, um, that's why, what made it so special. Well, they always, they always uh, demonstrated that they wanted more for their partner than they did for themselves. And I know that. And, that was very clear from day one that I got involved with him, uh, hearing that. And I'm interested in seeing your development and understanding how you dealt with all that. Because they're, they're big shoes to fill. Like your mother uh, is incredible, like really a good friend of mine and Deb's. And uh look up to her a lot. And listen, they're big shoes to fill. And all of a sudden you're thrown in there and you're – this is an iconic family. It's a family-owned business, and all of a sudden you're at the helm of it, and that's that's a big challenge. And how did you 
deal with it? How did you deal with the? And you did with it, dealt with it really well, by the way. But I'm just curious, and you know, um, the journey of it. Well, I have to, you know, so the franchising I did, I was successful in it, and it, it kind of happened by fluke that I became regional director, which really started my path to leadership in the company. Uh, and I can thank you for that, Ken, for for <laughs> hiring say, my yeah. my predecessor. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, when that happened, um, I immediately put my hand up and said, "I'd be interested in this if you would, yeah. if you would be, if they would be." So interested you went, in me. you went and introduced yourself as being that candidate for it. Yeah, I told them I want. I mean, I have to give my uncle credit too because he yeah. really con- convinced me that I could do it. And then it took me about four and a half months to convince Walter. And and my mom, yeah, normal that uh, I could, you know, was worthy of the shot. And so, how did I deal with it? I mean, I remember the first, uh, you know, six months was like drinking from a fire hose, and I just have to thank like the incredible people that were around me, not just like Walter and 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 Pamela, but like my team. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like Lisa Clark. Well, many of you might know yeah. her name. I think Brownie was there too, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Dave Brown, uh, Nancy Sears, uh, you know, even even Gorinder and I would would catch up every now and then, and they were just always very supportive. And I felt this like kinship with the group there that they I actually felt they wanted me to be successful yeah. at the role, which was very inspiring in yeah. itself. And I guess what I would say is I'm never I was never afraid to ask questions. I was never afraid of asking a dumb question. And, you know, I just, if I didn't, if I needed to think about a decision or I knew I needed to consult with with certain people, I would just put the brakes on a situation and just, and I guess my message is don't be afraid to do that, like to pause. Well, I, I think what you do extremely well also is you're an incredible listener. Uh, and I don't know uh, if you personally developed that skill, but I think it might be, more natural to you and certainly you did develop it at, at from time to time but you are very good at listening and digesting and not reacting as much i mean you've told me a couple of things once in a while you reacted to but <laughs> but that's vice versa story. but too <laughs> i know i know but you you are an incredible listener and that's important that's a good leader is listening i believe and you do that very well thanks and, Jim. Uh, do that and being in this iconic family that ran this i I think the numbers, um, correct me if I'm wrong on this, but 30% of all Remax in the world was run through your family yep. and Walter. Yep. And that's a big, and you were a big part of it. And all of a sudden this year that changed where they sold um, their North American operations and you stayed behind purposely. You had made a choice, I believe, to stay behind and, and lead uh, and now you lead Remax Canada, which is needs your leadership because we we value who you are and that. So you stepped up. So what what's that like, Chris? What what do you got in front of you? Well, um, just to roll the tape back a little bit, um, when the discussion of selling started, um, that was a big like it was. Well, I'm not going to be totally transparent. It was scary. Oh, big time. Um, you know, it's uh, defined our family for a long time and big change, right? You have this kind of security blanket on you. Um, 
which, um, you know, whether you try or, or don't try, it's, it's for, for granted. Mm -hmm. What's your identity, isn't it? I mean, it's a big identity for you guys. Yeah, I think there are people that really are defined by this brand. Um, I always like to think that we weren't that hardcore about it, but you know, let's face it, we were the family, um, at least in Eastern Canada and part of the U S. Um, but you know, for a while, and I was deeply involved in the negotiations and, and the process of the deal. And it felt like negotiating myself out of a job. Um, <laughs> um, but you know, I just, Adam Contos was very forthright. And he said, no, we need you. Like we need you. We want you. Uh, and you're not going anywhere because we're in this together. <laughs> um, and I was, it was just like a big sigh of relief because I love this brand. I love what I do. I love you guys, Ken, Hallmark, like our broker owners, many of them I have known since I've been in diapers. But you love us more. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I really, as I said earlier, I really believe if you are full time serious about the real estate business, there is no better organization to be a part of because we're the only one that focuses on those people. And like, it, it kind of feels like we might need to take it down a notch, but to me, it feels like, like being a missionary sort of, right? Like you're preaching the gospel. Well, that's what it is, isn't it? I mean, you have to be that, it has to be part of who you are and you, I mean, that's your family. Chris, I mean, that's uh, exactly, and that's beginning with Frank and Walter. That's who they are. That's what they instilled. I mean, I'm, I'm just an outsider watching the family. I can't imagine how much of that juice you got by being in that family. Like, get out there and do it. We're, you know, going to grow. It's all part of this. And, that, and that's just amazing, you know, that you had that. You got to live that kind of stuff. And you got to be in a position that you actually had the, wherewithal to actually absorb that and make it into Christopher Alexander yourself, you know, which is really a, a compliment to you. Thanks, Ken. No, it's, um, I, I'm very appreciative and feel very fortunate for the position I'm in, all that. So let's, let's talk about your challenges. What, what, are, what is it that drives you? What gets in the way? What, uh, um, I would say, um, you know, juggling young children. How many do you have, Chris? I got two. I got a four-year-old and a one-year-old, and uh, my wife has a business herself and is arguably busier than I am. And she's the better part of you, obviously, too. Absolutely. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you know, she's um in incredible woman, and I owe her a lot because I can guarantee I wouldn't be where I am without her. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're both very busy uh, professionals, and juggling that can be challenging from from time to time. We got to make sure that we we carve out time for each other and the family, and um, you know we've got a great nanny too that that helps. But I would say that 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 can be challenging. Yeah. Um, what else is challenging? Um, you know, you got people in the system that gave a lot in a in a previous era, so to speak, who just don't have it anymore. And finding a way to get them to see that is challenging mm -hmm. um, because, you know, we, we've got a duty to the system to make sure that we're improving and continuing and growing and all those things. So that can be a challenge. Uh, dealing with you all the time. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but, but Chris, what's the juice with you, though? I mean, what is it that really, I mean, 
you know, you do a great job. You have a great job. You deal with all the stuff that we deal with. But what is it that really is that? Oh wow, this is what I really love about it. This is really. I mean, not selling the brand. I get all that, and I'm not. I mean, that's important. Obviously, that's what we do. But what is it that really? I mean, do you actually like working with some guys sometimes, or do you like what? What is it that really drags you out there every day? I think it's like the competitiveness of it all. Like it's interesting when when I play sports or things, you know, or, or board games or anything that's that's competitive. I don't really care if I lose, but with this stuff. There's just something in me. I hate to lose when it comes to to our company uh, because it's like it, it it permeates down. And I think what else can, you know, the juice is like, I really want what's best for people. Like, really, that's always where I start with is like, how can we make this a win-win for, for all parties involved? Um, and like you guys make it like working with you and Polarski's and, and Tim and Claudia and all the, the wonderful people in our network. Uh, they get me excited every day. And I, I can tell you about your competitiveness because I've been lucky to sit beside you at a basketball game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're a big Raptor fan. Yeah. And I couldn't believe it. I don't know who the hell you were with. You had a friend of yours, right? At that game I saw you with. And uh, you almost got kicked out. I can be passionate Dude. about basketball. That might be the other thing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think they knew you were there. And that was uh, very interesting to see the passion you had with that and the, the stuff. And I've seen you exert that passion in our business as well. So it is driven. You are driven to do it, driven to succeed. I think that succeed, I think that really comes from that's that's who you are. You know, that's who you demonstrate you are anyway. Because you're not, you've never been afraid, Chris. You know, and I'm I, and um, part of the whole deal. Like I've been around for a long time. Okay, maybe too long. But uh, one of the things I love about you is that you're not afraid to to stand up for what you believe in. You're not afraid. You don't back down. And you listen. You you argue. You we have our arguments that are full blown. And but you know what? You listen. You're not afraid to say your point. And I say my point. Um, we usually end the conversation a certain way and then we go on to the next thing, you know, but that's what I love about you. You're not afraid to say what's on your mind and that's what a true leader does and you demonstrate that. And I'm excited for your next journey, which is that you're in now is Remax Canada. I mean, you're going to be out there and kicking ass out there in Kelowna and Vancouver and Winnipeg. <laughs> and that's exciting. That's a whole new thing for you, right? What's that going to be like? Well, it's interesting. People have been asking me, how's the new job? And it's the new same job. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. so um, you know, it's exciting to work for a public company. Um, you know, it's not working for the family. I, I was looking at it like I'm leaving the nest, but really it's like now I have my own nest. Yeah, that's true. Um, and, you know, I... I Elton Nash has been incredible. He's the regional uh, VP in, in Western Canada. Has been there for a long time. Those people are great. There's an awesome group of broker owners out west. Um, you know, there's going to be changes. Like I'm already experiencing a lot of them. Um, but I think for a bunch of reasons, like I'm just really excited to lead this organization in Canada. 
Yeah. What's the stamp, the Chris Alexander stamp that you're going to put on it? Because everybody has a stamp. Growth, I think. I think growth is and and transitioning to the next generation of leaders. Those are those that'll be my stamp. <laughs> <laughs> what makes you afraid, Chris? Um not being able to do the right thing. Um being this hasn't happened, but like I would be, it would be uncomfortable if I was in a situation that I couldn't help influence for a positive outcome. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good question, Ken. I think, you know, it's, we're, we're in the most competitive era of our generation, I think. And, you know, Ken, you've, you've been around longer than I have, but it just feels like the market dynamics specifically in Ontario are, unbelievably competitive mm-hmm. um and i don't want to say i'm afraid i'm like I, I, i'm up for the challenge of getting back to a, a, an, an extra level of dominance call it yeah and I, I think that um what you will bring to the table and your stamp will be that you know we're, you're back in the game we are back in the game in, in Western Canada and in, in our brand and stuff like that. You are the right person at the right time to make it happen and really get some energy in it and get that thing going again, a, a bit of a glow because not that we don't have it, but really to, to out there and let's just raise some shit really and get things going. <laughs> that's the Remax way. The Hallmark way is to is uh, not be shy about that. And I don't think you're going to do that. You're going to be out there and, create some stuff that's going to be really cool, really interesting. That's what I'm excited about. When I asked you what you were afraid of, whatever, and it's no accident that you had a tough time answering that question because you probably don't have anything you're really afraid of. You had to dig deep to figure out what the hell's getting in my way, if there's anything. But I don't think there's anything that you're afraid of, Chris. I think you're um, more than able to be up for the cause and to make this happen and have some fun at it and have some laughs and um, make things grow and do all that stuff. And it's been a blast watching you do this through your life and your young family and how you do it. Uh, it's, it's exciting. So this isn't just a commercial for Chris. I wanted people to understand a bit behind the scenes of who you are as a person. And I think what really is coming across is who you are in public is really who you are behind the scenes. There's no, I don't know you any differently. Like really from, from being, you know, um, personal with you. And I, I do get personal with you as a friend, but you're the same guy out there talking to people. And that's really a tribute. I mean, that's, do you see that as well? Are you hiding stuff or? I don't wear a mask. <laughs> I really don't. Well, maybe, no, maybe. <laughs> I might, I might let a little looser uh, at home than I yeah, would uh, in, a, in a private or in a, a public function, but um, no, I, I don't like. I think some great advice I got from a, a coach that I've worked with is just, just says like, just always be yourself, and I believe that that's who you should be, no matter who you are. Um, you know, hiding behind a mask or pr- pr- trying to be something you're not is a recipe for disaster because yeah. you get exposed. Yeah. And I don't have anything to hide. I don't really care. Like, 
take me or leave me. Well, uh, you have a really so. interesting haircut today, which people can't see, but that's a different story. <laughs> but uh, listen, um, we're nearing the end of this, Chris. Um, this has been a joy for me because it's been like just talking on the phone with you and having a conversation because we do this often. We talk and just to check in with each other. And that's a privilege for me to have you uh, have access to you to do that and uh, and to talk about what we're doing, what we don't do, what we shouldn't do, and all that great stuff. But is there anything that you want to say that, um, you know, that really instill in people that there's a lot of agents that would be listening to this that, um, you know, the difficulties that they have in, in making a living for their families and what they're up against? What do you what do you have to say to them? What? Well, first of all, Ken, I want to. Before I answer that, I want to thank you specifically. I mean, we've known each other a long time, and yeah, you've been hard on me, but you've been a, a great mentor for me uh, in a lot of ways. So just wanted to make sure I get that out there. Uh, so thank you. Um, what I have to say to people is be true to yourself. Um, you know, success is different to different people. Um, you know, from my own experience, you, when you find something that you really love, you'll know it, and things become easier. Um, you know, just back to my example of selling real estate, like I, it was a great lifestyle. I was making decent money for a 25-year-old. Um, but when I started at the region, and, and that's when I really found out what I was passionate about. Same thing with my wife. Dated a lot of girls met my wife we were engaged eight months later because i just knew wow. that she was the one and so yeah i think it's be true to yourself and i'd be remiss if i didn't instill some of my grandfather's wisdom that's in me and it's like never give up you know if you want something bad enough and you're focused on it and you dream about it and visualize it you'll get it yeah never give up yeah Christopher Alexander, president of REMAX Canada, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking the time to talk with me today, to have a conversation about what's going on in your life and the, the many things that are happening there. I love you. I, I respect you. I think you're amazing. I can't wait to see the next five, ten years, what you're going to create with the brand in Canada. It's going to be a great ride, Chris, with you at the helm. Uh, I want to thank you for being here today. Thanks, Ken. And uh, love you too, buddy. Thanks for having me. So you've been listening to uh, Realty Life with Ken McLaughlin. Um, I want to thank the people at podcast.ca uh, for all they do to get this thing going, Doug and uh, Steve. If you're interested in podcasts and doing this, uh, give them a call. You know, Go to their website and do that. They're great guys. They make it technically. They make it happen. Chris Alexander, thank you again, my friend. Uh, this has been wonderful. Uh, I'll see you tomorrow. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> and uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Subscribe. Uh, tell your friends about this podcast. Um, you know what? It's all about um, talking about life and reality life and the connections that we have and making a difference. So have a great day, and we'll talk to you very soon.